Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 111 Praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the company of the upright and in the congregation. Great are the works of the Lord, studied by all who delight in them. Full of splendor and majesty is his work, and his righteousness endures forever. He has caused his wondrous works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and merciful. He provides food for those who fear him. He remembers his covenant forever. He has shown his people the power of his works in giving them the inheritance of the nations. The works of his hands are faithful and just. All his precepts are trustworthy. They are established forever and ever to be performed with faithfulness and uprightness. He sent redemption to his people. He has commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. Deuteronomy chapter 3 verses 23 to 29 And I pleaded with the Lord at that time, saying, O Lord God, you have only begun to show your servant your greatness with your mighty hand. For what God is there in heaven or on earth who can do such works and mighty acts as yours? Please let them go over and see the good land beyond the Jordan, that good hill country in Lebanon. But the Lord was angry with me because of you and would not listen to me. And the Lord said to me, Enough from you. Do not speak to me of this matter again. Go up on top of Pisog and lift up your eyes westward and northward and southward and eastward and look at it all with your eyes, for you shall not go over this Jordan. But charge Joshua, and encourage and strengthen him, for he shall go over at the head of his people, and he shall put them in possession of the land that you shall see. So we remained in the valley opposite Beth Peor. Romans chapter 9 verses 6 to 18 But it is not as though the word of God has failed, for not all who are descended from Israel belong to Israel and not all that are children of Abraham, because they are his offspring. But through Isaac shall your offspring be named. This means it is not the children of the flesh who are of the children of God, but the children of the promise are counted as offspring. For this is what the promise said, About this time next year I will return, and Sarah will have a son. And not only so, but also when Rebekah had conceived children by one man, our forefather Isaac, though they were not yet born and had not done either good or bad in order that God's purpose of election might continue, not because of works, but because of him who calls. She was told the older will serve the younger. As it is written, Jacob I loved, but Esau I hated. What shall we say then? Is there injustice on God's part? By no means. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. So then it depends not on human will or exertion, 
but on God who has mercy. For the scripture says to Pharaoh, For this is the very purpose I have raised you up, that I might show my power in you, and my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. So then he has his mercy on whomever he wills, and he hardens whomever he wills. Good morning, this is Tim Tribble broadcasting from Sacramento, California. Today's readings come to us from Psalm 111, Deuteronomy chapter 3, verses 23 to 29, and Romans chapter 9, verses 6 to 18. Well, today we have Paul. Paul's letter to the Romans. This is the church in Rome. And a little background. There was... Uh, so you have Peter and Paul. They are considered the two major players in the, the beginning of the church after Jesus was resurrected. They had two opposing views. Kind of the first schism, uh, the first two, uh, uh, what's the word I want to use here, uh, denominations, if you will, of Christianity. Peter felt that following Jesus was a sect of, Christ, of Judaism. Uh, it was called The Way. The Way was Jewish. You had to be Jewish to be in The Way. You had to follow all the Jewish customs and courtesies, the circumcision, uh, <clears throat> you know, the food you ate, all the things. Everything stayed the same. You were just followed The Way. Paul, on the other hand, Jesus is for everyone. He is the one who took the message, the way, the message of Jesus, the message of God's love and forgiveness to the Gentiles. Gentile being everyone else in the world who's not Jewish. So this reading this morning in Romans is part of Paul justifying his theology. He's in there saying, well, okay, so here's what it says in the Old Testament. We have Abraham and Isaac and Sarah and Rebecca and the kids all came from there, and we had <clears throat> Jacob and Esau and that whole story, and on and on. Okay, but see, it's all about God, and we can come to God. You don't have to be Jewish. You don't have to be circumcised. You don't have to follow the dietary restrictions and all the other rules and things that they have uh, in Judaism at that time. Anyone, all you had to do was say, God, I, be I, believe, I believe in God, be, you know, the salvation prayer however you want to phrase it but that's all you had to do is believe in god and follow the concepts that jesus put out for us love god with all your heart all your mind and all your soul and love your neighbor as yourself on these two hang all the laws and the prophets everything is about loving god and loving your neighbor so, Peter and Paul kind of butted heads a little bit. And so today, in our reading from Romans, he's sitting here, Paul is saying, hey, you know, this is why I'm saying what I'm saying, that we can take this message out to the Gentiles, the rest of the world. And as we know from anthropology, I believe it was Thomas wound up all the... There's an early Christian church in China. Um, we knew the, the three kings from the east probably came from the Orient. That we, these areas were all known 
we know they went out. The, the, the disciples, you know, at Pentecost, they did their thing. They went out. They created the 70 from the 12 and sent them all out. And they went all over the world spreading the news of the way of Jesus, the good news that you are loved, you are forgiven. And all you need to do is love God and love the people around you. So this is a really, really uh, important part of Paul's ministry um, because they're saying, wait, because part of it is, you know, God's being, you know, God only wants his, okay, his. And what his was, this is the Israel, the Jewish people who are, God, God said they're his chosen. But as Paul points out, well, you know, the gene pool got a little, you know, a little wide there. Um, they've had mixed marriages over the years. They've been enslaved. They've been around with you know, other people. Okay, the other countries when they were enslaved, they cross-married, etc., etc. And now here we come in, and uh, they've uh, brought it in, and everybody can be loved by God. And everybody can become a Christian. That's the, the big story uh, in this reading is Paul coming out and saying, now we don't have to be Jewish. You don't have to follow all the pretenses of the Jewish faith that they had at the time. Um, all we have to do is love God and love our neighbor. We can send that message to anyone in the world. Otherwise, I wouldn't be a Christian because I have zero Jewish heritage um, in my life. So, you have that. The other one today, real quick, um, in Deuteronomy. Um, this is Moses' tough time. Moses brought up, he raised by the Pharaoh, you know, the story of the baby and the reed basket and the Nile, all that. And he was raised by the Pharaoh, um, killed the Pharaoh's servant, da da da, did his thing, wound up. God came and says, you are going to be the leader of my people and get them out of Egypt. And Moses is like, wait a minute. All right, I'll have Aaron help you. He can talk for you. But I want you. So Moses, the man who stand, stood at the Red Sea with his arms raised while the nation of Israel passed through, and then he dropped his arms and drowned the entire Egyptian army. That guy. And now they're in, they've been in the desert. We've already had the story of the manna, the water. Everybody's complaining. They're so human. Complaining about everything. And God says, I've had enough. So this is Moses saying, God has told Moses, you're not going in. You can go up on this mountain. It's Pisgah, P-I-S-G-A-H. Pronounce it as you like. Go up on the top. Look all the way around. All of this is where they're going. But I'm not allowing you to go. And that was when they charged Joshua, who was Moses' replacement, to um, take the people after their 40 years-ish in the desert and take them out into um, present-day Lebanon and that area. Now again, um, Moses did all this work, but things didn't go right, and God's like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to allow you to go in. Sometimes that's the way things work. It is very, very, very difficult for us as human beings, myself as a control freak, I'm a very type A 
personality, very much want to be in charge, in control, to sit there and say, okay, God, yeah, I'll let you do it. And just, it may not go the way I think it would. We may, there, you know, there, there's lots of discussion about why this happened to Moses and all those things over the years. It just boils mm-hmm. down to this is what God did. And he did it for his reason. And his reasons don't always have to be known to us. So, thank you very much. A prayer for guidance from the Book of Common Prayer. O God, by whom the meek are guided in judgment, and light rises up in darkness for the godly, grant us, in all our doubts and uncertainties, the grace to ask what you would have us do, that the spirit of wisdom may save us from all false choices, and that in your light we may see light, and in your straight path may not stumble. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling in to First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast by clicking the link in the show notes. Or, if you serve military families, subscribe to First Forward, a paid subscription feed providing commentary on Sunday lectionary texts a week in advance. Use it for sermon prep or just because you support the troops. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instruction will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with PewPewHQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in an episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off of air. So there you have it three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I haven't convinced you to fall in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia. Semper Familia.